0: welcome back to ot talk with mr. T the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills I'm your host mr. T questions comments suggestions are always welcome in maximum tee at yahoo.com talking practical tips practical tools different ways to help you live more functionally and independently with various topics today let's talk a little bit about writing when I was an undergrad in graduate school I was never such a good writer I liked writing but I wasn't such a good writer and a lot of times when we have a big writing project, it could be very difficult. So we found some information for you from becomeawritertodaycom slash bigwritingproject with the help of Mike and Brian Collins, who made this website. Different ways to try to write. A lot of times, if you have the ability to write, it might be a daunting task, but there are ways to break it down and to work at it. Whether you study and have to complete an essay or try to write a book, writing long-form content is a challenge on its own. It's challenging Why? Because think about it, far from every writer can create 2,000-word content compelling and reciteful to read. Insightful. Many platforms prefer posting short-form content as it's ideal for striking the audience, generating more organic traffic in a short period of time. It's difficult for long-form content to strike a reader at once. The long-term content will not serve your purposes if it's not executed right, and it's challenging to write high-quality content all the time, maintaining it not disappointing readers. That's why I do the voice, the audio. I find it much easier to talk to you than to write for you. Long-term content has to be resplendent to overcome our shortened attention spans and it has to do its best to keep readers' attention for more than 10 to 20 seconds, making them stay and continue reading the article or whatever you're writing. Such content works better for Google. The longer you stay at a website, the better its ratings are. You can really be a good writer, even a brilliant one, but it might happen you don't take into consideration different aspects of tackling a big project. It could be the greatest writer challenge you'll ever have to write something big. I remember writing different things for undergraduate and graduate, especially these term papers that were so many pages, we had to figure out a way to make it intriguing for the professor, whether it's planning, creating, or coping with it. There are different skills to work to plan your big writing project. There's setting deadlines, breaking it down into smaller goals like chapters, and setting reasonable daily goals. I remember reading an author way back in the day who used to have one-page chapters. I always found that funny. The chapter is only one page, but it makes the book go much, much faster. Oh, it's only a page for this chapter, page for that chapter. I'll read till chapter 400. You know, you only do a chapter per page, and you don't feel like you're reading a lot. So the first part of planning is scheduling time. You have to know what you need to do each day in order to finish on time. It's also a good idea to plan in about 20% of your time for editing. You'll want to create concrete, definable goals. Saying you want to write every day isn't a goal. It's an idea. Deciding you want to write eight pages every day is a definable goal. But if you're working full-time or studying, you'll probably burn out doing that. So therefore, you have to figure out how to function and make it achievable. So take some rest. A team led by Roy F. Baumeister found that ego depletion or the concept that willpower is an exhaustible resource is definitely applicable. People in the study who use willpower for things like eating radishes, where when chocolates were on the table, give up sooner and subsequent difficult tasks than those who got to eat the chocolates. If you exhaust all your willpower, you won't have the motivation to keep going. So how do you get around that? It also brings to mind the marshmallow test. For kids, they were told if you wait, you can have two marshmallows. If you don't wait, you could have one. Most of the kids found it very, very difficult to wait. Delayed gratification, very difficult. They wanted instant to eat that one. So how do we get around this? Based on a 1993 research finding by Anders Ericsson, the most successful results come to those who don't practice until you're blue in the face, but use your energy and willpower in short bursts of about 90 minutes. And John A. Coldwell for the U.S. Air Force found that spending 16% of work time on rest are more alert and perform better than those who don't. Also, practice the most demanding tasks first when you have the most energy. That's why I see the most challenging students first and let the rest of the day go a little bit easier. Eight kids try to do the hardest three in a row, then the other five will be a little easier. And then you have more energy left use tactics like pomodoro technique where you write in twenty minute blocks followed by a break it allows you to focus your energy on short achievable goals and it requires less willpower than forcing yourself into a high energy state of productivity for the entire day also measure your goals plan realistically achievable daily goals and plan something you can measure If your goal is to write today, you should sit down and write two sentences and be done. Plan measurable goals like finishing a chapter or researching the next one. If you plan out the next week's goals in advance, you can try to tackle the most difficult tasks first to get them out of the way. And then you can skip a few days if you're too busy at work without failing, which also can help. Also, Stephen King has a book called Write Every Day, which is advice from his book on writing. And if you do that, you might fail unless you're professional writing with nothing to do. If you're not, you have to take another approach like planning smaller. We're more likely to fail a project if we are told to do poorly on the finished goal, not a single task. Just like dieters who think they failed their diet when they slip up and have something unhealthy, planning your entire goal around writing every day could be harmful to your motivation if you fail to do so. So break the goals into manageable, bite-sized tasks. So if you fail, it's not detrimental to the process. Smaller, achievable goals and create milestones for motivation. Plot out the 25%, 50%, 75% and reward yourself when you pass that. And just getting started is really the hardest part. They say in um, in the ethics of the fathers, all the beginnings are hard. When you start, it's hardest to get. A move on it, but once you start, you can go. Most of us focus on the goal result, which can be intimidating. For this reason, you're highly likely to put off even starting because it seems like too much. But doing mindless tasks like reorganizing your desk or suddenly remembering you have to clean your test is a byproduct of this. That's procrastination. But once you get started, you'll be motivated to finish. In fact, the Zegarnik effect, or the process where you'll experience the servants or even guilt over unfinished products and projects, is one of the motivating factors to finish projects. But it's not enough to show you finish. So also break things into stages. Self-control is increased by using high level of categorization, abstract thinking and global processing, which means focusing on the destination. But motivation often relies on focusing on tasks. If you're on a treadmill, you could divide your hour, your hour into 10-minute sections and focus on getting through each one, one at a time. That's less daunting than going after 6 minutes if you're not accustomed to running. So break it down into small things. You break it into short, easy to attain tasks and short Parts of the task, otherwise, you make yourself go crazy by going too hard. Also, improve self control, and that can help you get involved. Start with time management, focus on the hardest tasks, and follow up with the short breaks. Develop useful habits to the same place at the same time to write regularly. Write at the same place at the same time. You can use a strict but flexible schedule. Use a chart to see how productive you are, if you're wasting your time or not. You could also stop multitasking. Multitaskers are less productive than non-multitasking components and counterparts. Make a to-do list. The best time to list your most important goals for the next day is before bed. Trying to make plans realistic based on what you can do. Split large tasks like writing into a chapter into smaller ones like research outline initial, second and edit. Use goals like finishing a chapter and to find motivation to complete short tasks. And Don't set yourself up for failure. If you don't have the time to do 4,000 words per day, don't plan to. Be This has been OT Talk with Mr. T, and I'm your host, Mr. T.